This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey, uh, some of y'all were asking what I was talking about a couple of nights ago. I, I said, hey, I was a bachelor. Wendy was in Startable, and so I had the house to myself. It was uh, Monday night, and I said, yeah, I turned on Spotify loud. Surround sound was great. Well, last March, I got MS Smart Homes MSSmarthomes.com to come in and put surround sound in my man room and our, you know, living room kitchen area. It changed the game for March Madness, for the Masters, for football. You know, Wendy and Ella Hall love watching movies now with the way the surround sound is. So Jake Manning and MSSmarthomes.com will come in and they'll put in that Sonos Sonos surround system. It is fabulous. Whether it's movies, sports, whatever, and then you can turn on your music. So now that I'm a empty nester and Wendy sometimes is in Starbull doing kids stuff and I'm here or now I'm in Starbull. She's anyway. Um <laughs> the point is, you know, I'll you know, uh, pour beverage, put a little steak on the cast iron and I get it loud. It's fabulous. I never had it. A lot of you have had surround sound for years because you're high rollers. Well, I'm just telling you, MSSmarthomes.com. You want to make – we still got football all the way through the second weekend of February, Super Bowl in Vegas, okay? And then we've got basketball, and I think we're all excited about Chris Jans and Chris Beard. I am. Um, so we got tons of college football, NFL – and college basketball, and you still have the World Series. Well, you're not going to be able to get it in time for the World Series. Anyway, you want to go ahead and call MSSmarthomes.com. Let them come out and give you a quote. Now, he also did uh, lighting in the back of my house and a camera and all that. But the the Sonos surround sound is awesome. MSSmarthomes.com. You know what else I was thinking about is – uh, Arkansas hasn't been any good since Houston Nutt, for the most part, since Houston Nutt left. Isn't it amazing what happened to Houston Nutt? I always always talk about that. This is the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, powered by MSSmarthomes.com. You know, Houston was a hell of a football coach. Won big at Arkansas. Won his first two years at Ole Miss, and then things fell apart. I can't believe he didn't get hired again. What were ADs doing? He was like 50. We looked back a few years ago. He was like 53 years old. Wow. When 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 Ole Miss let him go. Think about all the terrible hires in the SEC. Just the last 10 years, much less the last 20 years. Or, hey, 
Think about all the terrible hires in the ACC. Ooh. Or um, the uh, the Big 12. You know, Houston won, went to three SEC championship games, uh, beat a bunch of ranked teams, you know, all sorts of things. And was he quirky and kind of hokey? Yeah. <laughs> but, I hokey. mean, my gosh, the guy the guy won and won. Yeah, I've had dinner with him, and um, he's an interesting dude. Uh, he's not as – well, okay, there were a lot of alphas at the table that night. It was kind of an alpha party between Philip Fulmer and Vince Dooley's wife, Barbara, <laughs> um, and a little events. Um, but it, it so he was pretty quiet. I, I can't believe he didn't get hired. But isn't that interesting that Arkansas? You know, we forget, man. You know, Frank Brawls, uh, Lou Holtz, um. Houston Nutt, and there's some others that, I mean, Arkansas won for years. And they haven't been able to get it together. I mean, Bielema had it together for a minute, shouldn't have fired him. I know We all know what happened with Petrino. I mean, he went to the Sugar Bowl. He was rolling the whole thing. Um, Sam Pittman won nine games. But, but it's, been a, it's, been a, it's been a tough run post-Houston Nutt for Arkansas. It really has. And it looks like they'll... It depends on what Sam Pittman done, does down the stretch. If he continues to lose, they they'll only owe him eleven million, and if he wins a couple of games and stays above five hundred, they'll owe him sixteen million. Um, I mean they got tons of money up there. It's why I say seventy five million for Jimbo Fisher. You're looking at the wrong deal. It's like what's happening in Starkville. You know, Arnett's going to have to win down the stretch. The prize is too big. Student recruiting. You got to have people here on the weekends. Uh, tourism. Condos, homes, they want to – look, the the athletic departments want to continue to bump up the club levels and suites and seats between the 30s, parking passes, the whole thing, okay? They want more of your money and a lot more. You know, Ole Miss right now, riding high. You can get dinged in a heartbeat. Look what happened last year. Lane 7-1, and Lost on the way out. Ole Miss fans freaked out on our text line and on boards. You don't ever know. You're going to bottle it for a little while. You're never going to keep it. Right? Enjoy it while you're riding. Um, And so Arkansas is a shell of what they were. You know, they own Mississippi State. Cheryl never cared about that game. It was sandwiched between Terrell. Uh, again, who drew the worst scheduling in the history of the league? And that's on them. For seventy straight years, Mississippi State, but it was it was it was wedged between Alabama and Ole Miss, and Cheryl gave a damn about beating his alma mater, Bama. He played for Coach Paul Bear Bryant. All all SEC on both sides of the ball, national champ, and and then he'd play Houston, and Houston Dale would beat his, and then he he. Uh, <laughs> He turned he turned the tide in the in the old Miss Mississippi State series the Golden Egg and and had a 500 record there drove old Miss fans crazy uh, so much that they ran him out right Johanna Meyer and the NCAA investigator and Zena Reb and all that and and so Houston Dale Nutt never coached again as a young man I mean that 53 not old and Houston you know when I was with him in Orange Beach at Turquoise Place. And we went out to dinner 
and it was all those guys I just referenced, Fulmer and Dooley and, and uh, Stallings and – not Stallings, uh, that, 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 uh, R.C. Slocum and, and Houston Dale. Uh, there was one oh, – Bobby Johnson doesn't count. He coached at Vanderbilt. He never said anything at the table anyway. And um, – but – but Houston Dale, he wasn't that quirky, weird dude at the table that night. Maybe it was because it was so much alpha at the table. Because I just sat back. We were drinking Opus One. I was like, ah, this is great. Ooh. Y'all tell stories. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just listen. <laughs> I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. And I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. And that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Z-Biotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. I mean, I'm in. I can't believe that we're going to do great. Fabulous. And then the next morning, I did a show at Turquoise. Well, guess who the first guest was? Houston Dale. So, you know, we line up everything up. I was going to have Houston Dale and Slocum and I guess I had Fulmer. But but what happened was, so – Jason, where's the where's the big festival in in Gulf Shore? The, is it the it's not the war? Oh, What's it called? The hangout. Yeah, yeah. Hangout. So fest. the owner of the hangout is the one that hosted us that night. That night. That's why he went and got all this Opus One and and served way over my head. I mean, I'm not getting my credit card out 13 bottles later. And so <laughs> you know, I mean, my limit's 250 bucks, right? I mean, I'd have been like, guys, I'll you know, I'll I'll shuck oysters this weekend. All right. But the bottom line is the next morning, I'm in this – Turquoise would always designate a condo for me to do the show because I would have guests coming in, right? I, they weren't going to – they didn't make me do the show from the condo I was staying in, which made sense. And so I go in this condo at 6 a.m. the next morning, and guess at 6.30 so – so my show starts at 7. At 6.30, I hear this – I hear this – I'm like, what's going on? Houston nuts at the door, and I'm like, you know, and I'm—I'll be—I'm kind of fifteen minutes going into the show, thirty minutes going. I want people to leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? And the overwhelming majority of people get that, even when we're like on remote. I'm like, dude, let me set up. Let me get figure out what I'm doing. I actually have to run my mouth. I know a lot of times it's not coherent. But I need to figure out what we're doing. And the time crunch that last, you know, 10, 12 minutes, really trying to line things up, see where we, what, what we think could hit, what we think's interesting, what we think's funny, nonsense, hardcore sports, whatever. And Houston Dale knocks on the door at 630. I'm like, 
And guess what? He wanted me to talk to him for 30 minutes. What? Going into the show. <laughs> Just to hang He's out? He's not even supposed to be on till like 8 a.m. Oh, what are we doing here? <laughs> Uh, but I, he's a nice guy, a uh, hell of a football coach. Cannot believe he didn't get hired again. And can't believe Arkansas has bottomed out. Once. It's really weird what's going on in the league. Um, just the, the the cyclical way of what kind of what we're doing. I, and, and I know Saban, it's because everybody's chasing a ghost. You know? Yeah, and, yeah. And, 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 and 12, 11 of the 14, and you I'll add the two in a minute of Oklahoma and Texas, but you know, maybe not eleven. Ten of the fourteen teams can't get, they can't catch the ghost. But we're in this cycle where you know, I mean, Tennessee literally took themselves out. Nobody else did. It's just like you or me, right? I mean, if we're overweight, it's on. If I'm overweight, it's on me. If I'm not doing what I need to do in business, it's on me. It's not somebody else in the company. It's not my lot in life. It's me. And if I'm overweight or not doing this or, or my relationship with Wendy's not right or whatever, it's on me. And so Tennessee took themselves out because they were chasing their tail because of Alabama. They hired like four coaches, you know, that just it, it didn't work. Arkansas, man, they have post-Houston nut. I mean, they've had a little bit of success, and that's it. But because everybody's chasing the ghost and trying to be who they're not, you see teams that have no business bottoming out, bottom out. And and the thing to do was to hire Saban assistants. Right. Yeah, that was... Right? <laughs> I mean, must champ to Florida. Come on. Must champ to South Carolina. Jimbo, look what we're doing here in year whatever it is, seven. Nothing's going on. They're on the treadmill. They're not going anywhere. Um, and Ross Bjork gave him a, a free, fat, you know, $90 million deal after that 2020 season when they went 8-1 and one in COVID. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Um, or 100, 90, 100 million, now it's 75, buyout, whatever it is. It's again, it's chump change for the dudes over there, and they're not worried about it. And again, it's because the prize is too big, which is kind of where I'm circling back to the Arkansas. Uh, Florida has taken themselves out. Can you believe that? I mean, Dan had it rolling for a second, and a dude threw a shoe, and, and Mullen took too many crazy pills, and they mm. lost their way. We'll see if Napier can build it back. They really need to give him time, uh, but nobody wants to give anybody time. Uh, Tennessee lost their way for almost 15 years. Arkansas has lost their way for the most part for 15 years. A&M's never gotten it. They've never really been able to get on the horse and get in the number one arena and 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 fight the big prize fight. And uh, do give Georgia credit. You know they chased. Well, they stayed with Rick. Smart to a certain extent in that they were always going to win 10 games. They are always going to be really good, but they weren't ever going to win it. But when they made the move, you know, they – the two saving – well, Kiffin's really a Pete Carroll assistant, okay? So so the, the number one saving assistant is Kirby Smart that's gone on to, to get a head coaching job. Mm. Um, 
Kiffin's obviously turned into he 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 grew up, um, and he has become a good head coach. Um, does he have a ceiling at Ole Miss? Yes. Does he want to win a national championship? Hell yes, he does. Um, you know, we'll see how his career plays out. Um, you know where he where he can go, what he can do, whatever. But he's making the most of it at Ole Miss. They could go. 11 and 1, 10 and 2 this year. Uh, but Arkansas is going to be in the hunt again for a coach. And it's just not a recipe for success. See, that's what Mississippi State's going through. Now, not the same deal. You're coming off a nine win season, right? Nine wins in, in, in Starkville and Oxford's incredible. Yeah, yeah. And what happened is, and this is the Out of Bounds show brought to you by MSSmarthomes.com. I'm telling y'all, my Sonos surround system in my living room and man cave for sports, movies, and music is awesome. Call Jake Manning today, MSSmarthomes.com. So let me take you where Mississippi State is. Um, you've, you've gone Mullen, Moorhead, Leach, Arnett since 2017. So that's not a recipe for success. What happened last December, you couldn't control. I get that. We've gone over that. Um, Totally different offense. See, the one thing that Ole Miss did, whether they meant to or not, okay, is they stayed at least in the same zip code vein of their offense. Freeze, Longo, and Freeze were going to – Freeze was going to run it. Longo was going to help. Freeze steps down in July. But you're still running a lot of the same thing, okay? Then, eventually, the Matt Luke thing didn't work, and you hire uh, Lane Kiffin. Still a lot of the same stuff, right? I mean, these guys are spread. But, man, Mullen to Moorhead to Leach to Arnett or Barbet, whatever. But And, and I fully understand why Arnett went out and, and hired a new offensive coordinator. And I've, I've tried to say this so much, but evidently, people are loco. Nobody runs the air raid. They can't. It was in Mike Leach's brain. And it's really, you know, you just got to be Leach and weird and brilliant and crazy and whatever uh, and lovable to to be able to pull that off. A lot of state fans still don't think it was successful. I laugh. Um, I mean, you won seven (laughs) games with a average roster two years ago. You won nine games with a solid roster. Now, I know, I know you got Mike at a time in his career where he wasn't interested in recruiting, and the guys that he had in the house running recruiting were needed to be, you know, mid-level banking or, you know, whatever, <laughs> run an ice cream shop. Wow. <laughs> but, but the point is, I, I get that. So, but, man, you're talking about night and day stuff. Mullen to Moorhead is a terrible hire, and Moorhead didn't want – to, to use the assets that he inherited the way that they needed to be used. Um, Moorhead to Leach. Good Lord. That's like China to the United States. Yeah, what? <laughs> okay. And then anything coming – you can blame Bar, – Barbet's not the problem, and he's not the person to blame. Um, but the bottom line is – the bottom line is, you know, anything from Leach was going to be, you know, Chinese to Arabic – or Chinese to English. You're just going to have to go through this. 
Um, now I don't know, you know, who's going to make, who, what's going to happen, what's going to play out, and so on. We'll just have to see on uh, on that. All right, uh, Jason, you ready to do the Bank Plus Mississippi High School Player of the Week? Let's roll it. Let's do it. When the lights are the brightest and the stage is the biggest. Only the best rise to the occasion. Honoring the top performances in Mississippi high school football. This is the Bank Plus. This is what you want to go off season for. Player of the Week. If you love football, you're jacked right now. Here we go. On ESPN 105.9. The Zone. All right, uh, John White, the phenomenal quarterback at MRA, won it last week. Uh, maybe the best best quarterback to ever play MAIS. I mean, when I got my Jay and prep friends saying that, you know the kid can ball. Um, so we're going to have a new Bank Plus Player of the Week this week. Bank Plus, it's more than a name. It's a promise. Heavily involved in high school athletics. And Jason is live in the Bank Plus studio. I have a great list here. One, two. Six players who were outstanding last Friday night. And uh, love seeing these lists of, of guys getting it done um, at 7, 8, 9 o'clock on Friday night. And we are going to go with, for the Bank Plus, player of the week. Nobody covers high school football like we do on the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Presented by Bank Plus. The Bank Plus Player of the Week is going to be Glenn Singleton, running back from Madison Central. All right, 11 carries for 165, three touchdowns, and had a 29-yard touchdown catch. And the Jaguars win 49-0 over Germantown. We want to congratulate our Bank Plus Player of the Week this week, Glenn Singleton, running back from Madison Central, 11 carries, 165, three touchdowns, and had a 29-yard touchdown catch in the Jaguars' 49-0 win over Germantown. Congratulations to Glenn Singleton, running back at Madison Central, brought to you by Bank Plus. It's more than a name. It is a promise. All right, I got to circle back. We've still got a couple of minutes. I really need another hour. I'm having fun today. <laughs> I really, really need another hour. I got so much to get to. The Jim Harbaugh story, I have more thoughts there. The If you missed the beginning of the show, the SEC insider hit was wild. I'd, I'd, I don't know what was in my coconut water. My brain was going crazy. And I was talking Jim Harbaugh and all this nonsense about people wanting to basically put him in jail for stealing signals. I mean, it's it's nuts what these college football writers come up with. They're just, they're crazy. I don't know. I don't know what the hell they're ter- uh, teaching in jur- journalism school. But um, anyway, so one of the things we talked about this morning is what women don't want, what where they don't want to go on a first date. Yeah. Well, I can tell you that I referenced an article earlier, and I came across this article like a decade ago, and it was in GQ. And and I read it, and I thought, my God, that's brilliant. I mean, it is. And I've read it tons of times. Uh, well, it was eight years ago. And David Chang, who's a cool cat, wrote it in GQ. And I just put it on our Facebook page on the Out of Bounds show. So if you want to read it, it's the best restaurant article I've ever read. 
Not even close. Wow. And people have asked, what's the best thing to do on a first date? Well, the best thing to do is to eat at the bar. Because it's the icebreaker. You don't even have to drink. You, you can drink water. You can drink sweet tea. You can drink lemonade. You can drink a ginger ale on the rocks. Great. But the best <laughs> place to eat at the bar, I mean, eat on a first date, is the bar. It's an icebreaker. You got the bartender, sometimes two. You got people on your right, people on your left. You want to go out in the restaurant in a quiet place and sit there and have to break down your life with each other on the first date? And here's the quote that I loved in, in this article. The bar is built for dates, especially first ones. You're right next to each other, much closer than at a table. That's also why the bar is a horrible place to break up, right? Ooh. The bar is also <laughs> perfect when you're years into a relationship and might be running low on things to talk about. Um, but, hey, the best play, the bar is built for dates. No question about it. I hope you have a good day. I hope you enjoy. Let's do lunch at Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland. It feels amazing outside. They've got a beautiful outdoor spot to eat lunch or dinner in Lake Harbor in Ridgeland, Startville and Tupelo. Bulldog Burger. Wonderful appetizers. Mouth-watering burgers. All at Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland. We'll see you tomorrow.